You're listening to the team Top Figure Podcast. Your one-stop shop for entrepreneurship, lifestyle, and motivation. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? We're back with another episode of the KeyCast. Uh, today, I brought a good friend of mine, a special guest, my man, Bonnie, man. I'm going to let him introduce himself, what he does, and all that. Welcome, Bonnie, man. Tell him your first and last name. What do you do and, like, how you started? What's up, guys? Uh, my name is Boniface Ogunti, uh, internet entrepreneur. So I've done over, like, multiple seven figures with my online business. I own a consulting firm. If mm-hmm. you guys haven't followed me on social media yet, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Boniface Ogunti, on YouTube at Boniface Ogunti. I give out a lot of free content to learn a lot about internet marketing. Okay, that's what's up. So before you got into the internet stuff, man, like what was it? Were you always an entrepreneur or you just randomly got seen someone and you were like, hey, I think this is me? Or you were hustling and had your other side hustles. So what were I you? Mean, I mean, so before I got into <laughs> the whole the whole online advertising space and internet marketing space uh i used to i used to own my own business first when i was like 16 years old yeah i I used to do shoe custom so i seen this guy on instagram he was like killing it customizing people's shoes and i was like man i think i could do that too so then after i just started i just started researching looking on youtube seeing how to airbrush shoes and i started airbrushing some shoes and luckily i found some guy he had like about he had like 400,000 followers on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. So what happened was that I reached out to him and I said, hey, I know how to sh- customize shoes. Can you post my content on your Facebook page? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, send me $250 and I'll post it. So I was like, oh, for real? <laughs> and $250 at that time was a lot of money. It was a lot of money. Because I was 16 years old, but I was like, man, I can let me just try it. Do you get what I'm saying? This guy, I'll, I'll get some customers from there. So what I did, I paid him, and and what happened was that as soon as I paid him, the dumb what I did was wrong. <laughs> what I did was I basically had him post me, and I had and I had him put my phone number in the post. So what happened was yeah. that I got over three thousand text messages in less than two minutes. Wow! Just because of that post, and I started and that's how I started really getting into entrepreneurship because I started customizing those people's shoes, and I saved about twenty five thousand dollars within that summer. That's so something. that's when I started doing that, it made me realize that I could make more money. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So as I started doing that, it's, it made me hungrier to make more. But I stopped that because it was too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I couldn't because I had so many people shipping their shoes to my house. And what I used to do, because I didn't know about payment process or anything like that when I was starting, I used to have people send me their shoes in the shoe box. Oh, okay. And then you would fix them up and send it back. You know, fix them up and send it back to people. Okay. Then what I did too after that, after I got overwhelmed doing that, I started a clothing brand called Crown Recordings. Crown Recordings. So I the, the, the record. I had a I had a recording studio and I had a clothing brand. First, I had a recording because all my friends, I was making money customizing shoes. Mm-hmm. Then all my friends was like, "Dude, you should be my manager." You know, <laughs> you know when your friends see you, you're an entrepreneur and you're rappers. They're like, "You should be my manager." So I'm like, so because I used to see Diddy and all these guys online, I was like, man, I could be a 
So I you could be a manager. Manager. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're like, it's not that hard. It's not that hard, yeah. So yeah. I was like, it's not that hard. I could check that out. I could do something like that. So what basically happened was that I basically said, okay, since I have some money saved up, why not start my own record label? Mm. And what I did, I started a record label. Damn. Called, yeah, I started a record label called Crown Recordings. Crown Recordings. But nobody knew about the record label because I didn't have a big social media account, right? Okay. So what I did was that I started a clothing brand to push the brand. Mm. Which was called Crown Movement. Crown so Movement. as I started Crown Movement, I started pushing the brand. Once I started pushing the brand, people started knowing about the studio. And we started charging people to come into the studio. But mm. then what happened was that all my friends, they went to college. Because we was like, I was like 17, 18 at this time. Yeah. But we're talking about when we were 17, 18. We already we was doing like our mindset was to make a million. Like our goal when we was when I was 16 years old. Everybody around us, our goal was to hit a million dollars before we turned 21. 21. That yeah. was like everybody's goal. goal. Like our goal is to make it's a million dollars goal. before 21. Yeah. So what happened was that, but everybody, they had families, right? Mm -hmm. Me and my family, I, I wasn't so, I wasn't tired with my family like that. Yeah. So me, I wasn't like, all of them, their family was like, go to college, do this. And I wasn't a big fan of college, college. because I was making money when I was young. Yeah. So I didn't really see it like, okay, why should I go to college and learn from uh, a professor who's not making as much money as me? Mm. So when I was young, I didn't want to go. I wanted to go. I, I didn't want to go to college as as bad as everybody else. Yeah, I wasn't. Okay. I didn't want to go to college as bad as the other guys. So basically, everybody. The more of the story, all the people who used to work with me on my crown recordings with my clothing brand, they went to college, and as when everybody went to college. Me and my friend Derek Branch was just doing it, was just doing it back and forth and just trying to do it as best as we can. Yes, but okay. the team depart. When everybody split apart, we had too much workload on us. Yeah. Then after I wasn't generating as much money because I got distracted from doing my shoe custom, which was generating the money, money. in the first place. Mm -hmm. I got distracted of doing that and started a clothing brand, a, a recording studio because of the people. The people uh, around me were saying I should start that. So I got distracted. As I got distracted, I basically lost a lot of money doing that. Money. You get what mm. I'm saying? Because I was I got distracted. So what happened was that I just stopped doing it. I stopped doing my shoe custom and I just stopped doing my clothing brand. Mm. Then I started real really getting into self-development. Yeah. So I started listening to like Les Brown. So you know Les Brown, right? Yep. So yep. I started listening to Les Brown on YouTube. And Les Brown was talking about basically how... He started all the successful people started in sales. So that time I was like 18 at that time. So I was like, man, that's when I just graduated high school. That's when everybody was going to college. So as soon as I graduated high school, everybody was going to college. What happened was that I, I, I went to college for about a month. Mm -hmm. But then after I didn't like it because it was so like. When first, when I went to apply, so you I actually went to, went to college yeah, I actually at some went. point. Okay, I went to, let's I get went that to, clear. I went to a community college. I didn't stay there though. Okay, I went there. I went there to a community college for like about a month and a half. The, just me even registering for the college. What happened was that they wanted me to basically do these general courses before I can even take my business classes, and I didn't find that as something I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I was like, man. I'm not going to do this. I'm not. I, this is not for me. Then what happened was that when I went to college, the first the first semester, I actually failed. Mm. I actually failed the first semester in college. OK, I didn't like all my I failed my tests. I failed everything. So I was like, man, college is not college. Don't work for me. Mm -hmm. I feel like it didn't work for me. And I felt like, man, what do I do now? Because now I was back home 
at my mom's house mm -hmm. because I filled the first. They said I had to fill out some some paperwork before I can even attend college again because oh. I filled the classes. I think that academic suspension yeah, or something. Yeah, I had like an yeah. academic suspension or something like that. So I was like, man, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I didn't look at it like, oh, my life was over. So what I did was that I started I started listening to other successful people. Like mm. Les Brown and all these other people, and these people was talking about how all the successful people in John C. Maxwell yep. he teach about leadership. Yep. He was talking about how all these successful people started in sales. Yep. So I was like, man, all these successful people started in sales. I gotta get into sales. I gotta mm. get into sales. I gotta sell something. Yep. So go ahead. And that's when uh, because we talked about this earlier, that's when you got into selling. Inside what is it, Walmart? Costco. Costco. So, so Costco. yeah. So, so basically, that's how I got started selling Costco. First, I went to some companies first. Yep. I went to these window companies. They sell windows, right? Yep. In Minneapolis, they sell windows and stuff like that. You go to their place and you have to like go door to door selling windows. I think it was like Anderson Windows. Yeah. Some companies. So I went there. I went there to try to get a job, and it told me I have to go door to door and sell windows. I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. But then after I seen another Adam Craigslist about sales and marketing inbound, sales and marketing. So I was like, okay, cool. I can check, I can do something like this. I yeah. could, I could. But then I went to the interview and I seen Costco. I didn't know what Costco was at the time. Uh -huh. I just thought it was a store. People went to the go shopping like Walmart, right? Yeah. So I went in there, and the guy who was putting me on to the job, he was just he just told me that basically. I can stand here and every sale I every person I signed up for Direct TV, he will pay me $120. $120. So I did the math like, wait, there's 3,000 people coming in this store every day. You telling me if <laughs> I stand right here, you're gonna pay me $120 for everybody that I signed up for Direct TV? Yeah. So he was like, Yeah. So I was the first day on the job, I made five hundred dollars The first day on the job, because I was like, what? You're telling me and I just gotta sit right here and you pay and me so. $120. I close five people, I make I made money fast. Quick. Now let me ask you this though. Before that, did you have the skills of selling or was that something you learned? No, there? that's something I learned there. I didn't know how to sell. Okay. I was just ambitious. I just wanted more for myself because every, when I was growing up, my grandma didn't have a job. So I didn't know people had a job. Mm. I didn't know you can wake up. I didn't know people wake up in the morning and go to work until I moved in with my stepmom mm -hmm. and seen her going to work every day. Mm -hmm. So then after I wanted more for myself because I didn't just want to be waking up going to a job. So that's why I, I didn't want my I didn't want to apply for a McDonald's. Uh I didn't want to apply for none of those jobs because I felt like it's not me. It's not you. It's not me. Like I even when I was young, I didn't want to do that. Yep. The first job I probably applied for was uh was a bowling alley. I went to a bowling alley and I was getting paid $6 an hour. Mm. I was getting paid $6 an hour being a party man. Mm. Like in the, in the, in the, in the costume. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was getting, that's, I, that's like my first couple of jobs. But after that, I just realized that I wanted more for myself. Mm -hmm. And as I started aiming for big things, stuff started opening for me. Mm. When I made it my, I told every, when I was in high school, I told everybody, I was like, I'm going to be a millionaire before I turn 21. 21. When I started saying stuff like that and really started speaking into existence and really backing it with action, mm -hmm. it made me attract those things into my life. And I did hit a million dollars before I was 21. 21. That's big. So the, the thing that caught my attention that you said when you started working at the Costco place, you didn't have the skill before that. So many people are afraid to go do something mm -hmm. and the first excuse they make I'm not good at that. What's the only way to get good at one thing you would say? You have to do a repetition. Yeah. 
Like there's nobody that magically just wake up in the morning and there's just a successful person. Everybody had evolution. There's an evolution to men. There's an evolution to your success. Yep. Every to succeed, it takes time. When I was starting out and I went to go to Costco, I just was hungry because mm -hmm. I wanted more for myself because at that stage, I was in my, my mom's house mm -hmm. and my mom told me it's either I get a job or she's going to kick me out. Mm -hmm. And even before I started the Costco job, I was working in a warehouse. So I applied for because of the people I was around. Mm -hmm. The people I was around, they wanted to go to a warehouse job. So I went to I applied for this warehouse job doing art, like doing an assembly line, and it was paying me like $12 an hour, right? At mm -hmm. that stage, I thought that was big. Mm -hmm. I thought that was like a, something big to do. So what happened was that as I started that, as I start as I started uh as I started the warehouse job, mm -hmm. I realized that's not what I wanted to do with my life. Mm -hmm. So what happened was that I realized it, it wasn't something I wanted to do with my life. So I quit that. The funny thing at that warehouse job is that the lady told me, she literally told me that it's either what this is what she told me. She asked me the first day I came in, I had to clean like stuff in the machines, right? Mm -hmm. And had to pack books in order. Yeah. And I was like, man, I've seen all these people, they've been doing this for like 10 years. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, how do these people do this? Yeah. This lady gonna ask me if I wanted overtime. Mm. I said, what the? What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> work, work more hours. I, I was there from 7 to 7. Whoa. From 7 p.m. to 7 in the morning. And she going to ask me if I wanted overtime. And I, I, was, I realized, at the, and I was 18 at that time, I realized, like, damn, I can't do this. I can't do this for the rest of my life. So that was the job that really made you realize. That's the job that I really made me realize that I wanted to do sales. Sales. That I wanted to do something big. Okay. Because at that stage, I realized that doing, doing, uh, doing, uh, being, being in a warehouse, doing stuff like that, the traditional way, I knew it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. Because when I seen other people's lifestyle, I yeah. didn't want that lifestyle. Yep. I didn't want all of that. And so I got into sales. I started hanging out with more, uh, I started hanging out, because all the people I used to hang out with was African Americans and black. Mm -hmm. So I started hanging out with Caucasian people. I started hanging out with all those people and started to learn from them Definitely. what they was doing. So all my friends was Caucasian. They were selling. They were uh -huh. selling stuff. So I started hanging around them and it was all selling DirecTV, Comcast, Dish. So I started trying to sell those stuff. Mm, okay. That makes sense. And the thing that you really mentioned that, that that's really important was you had you had to do that warehouse job to realize you didn't want to do this. Yeah. So in order to identify you don't want to do something, you kind of have to go through the things that you don't want to. Yeah, this, that's <laughs> why I tell this is why I like to tell everybody. There's no good or bad situation. There's yep. only events and circumstances that we go through to identify what we don't want. Mm -hmm. Because once you go through what you don't want, you can now clearly define mm -hmm. what you do want. Mm -hmm. So what happened was that I basically you have to go through those stuff to identify what you want. Mm -hmm. Your situation that's gonna happen throughout your life, mm -hmm. and you're gonna have to you have to go through it. Mm -hmm. You have to learn the hard lesson. Like it's hard. It's hard. some people. Some people like right now. I tell them like, hey, don't do that. It's gonna you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna it's not gonna work. <laughs> and they still want to go do it. <laughs> and they just have to learn it the hard way. Yeah, that's big. That's big. Um, going on to the next phase of your life. Really, after you went through all that, mm -hmm. identifying what you want to do. Uh, identifying what you don't want to do, then what's the next phase? What did you get into next? That so what happened was everything? that. So what happened was that. What's basically sparked everything was 
when I was at Costco, I started really crushing it. Mm-hmm. I started, they, they allowed me to manage about five retail stores. So I was, I was like 18, 18, about to be 19. Wow. And I had 11 employees. Oh, wow. I had guys who was working for me that was over 30 years old. <laughs> like I have, if you go down my Facebook page, you'll be like, wow. Mm. Like I was that young and I have so many because of my, because of my hunger and, and ambition ambition to want more. So I was making about 5,000, 6,000 a month working in Costco, selling direct TV, mm. managing people who was doing it with me too. Mm. So what happened was that I started realizing like I wanted more. Then this guy came into Costco one day. He was a black guy too. He was sharp. Mm. He was looking good. I was like, damn, who's this guy? You get what I'm saying? He yeah. was wearing some nice suits, looking sharp. And I was like, okay, who's this guy? So I connected with him, and he was selling insurance. So I was like, this guy's selling insurance. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> he was telling me he was making fifteen thousand a month selling insurance. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I gotta check out selling insurance mm-hmm. because I can make, I can be able to generate more money doing that. Because doing he that. told me he was making fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and because I knew that if whatever he's doing, he's not better than me. You get what I'm saying? Yep. So I feel like, man, I wanted to learn what he's doing so I can be able. To implement that in my life. Mm-hmm. So I started working with him. He helped. The thing that sold me on it, the, doing the insurance stuff was because he, he lowered my policy. Oh. So, you know, as a young guy, my, my policy my it was poli- like crazy it was through like, the roof. It was like $250. And at the time, $250 was a lot of money. Yeah. To be, that was like a car payment. You uh-huh. get what I'm saying? That was like yeah. a car payment. Yep. So $250 was a lot of money. Uh-huh. So what happened was that. Two hundred fifty dollars is a lot of money. So, and he told me he could lower my policy. So I was like, okay, lower my policy. And I went to his office. He sat there and he lowered my policy to hundred and ten dollars. I was what, like, that's what he was saying. That's what I clicked. How much you make off that policy? He said I make six. He said I make seventy percent off that policy. So wow. I said, sign me up. Seventy percent of the whole premium. So I was like, sign me up. So I started literally that day. I literally quit Costco. Quit Costco. I quit everything. And you were making a lot of and income from that. I was making $6,000 a month. Wow. But I knew that. But the thing about me is that I was curious to want more. Mm. So you weren't satisfied. I wasn't satisfied. I wanted more. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. I made money when I was doing my shoe custom. Oh. I made $23,000 in, in three months doing my shoe custom. Mm. So I wanted more. You get what I'm saying? So when he approached me with that opportunity and I seen he did it for me and he talked about what he was making, mm-hmm. it, made, it was the same way how I got introduced to Costco. So I didn't think there was anything different. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yep. I just took on the opportunity. Mm. So I was like, okay, let me check this out. Maybe this will work for me too. Yep. So as I started working with him though, I didn't make $15,000 a month. Mm-hmm. I, because he basically, when we started working together, he was an independent contractor. And what happened was that when he was an independent contractor, he basically was making he was making thirty percent of seventy percent. So he was making about a hundred dollars off the policy. I thought he was making like seventy seven hundred. You know what I mean? I thought he was yeah. like killing it. You get okay. what I'm saying? But he wasn't really doing that. He was just working his ass off. Oh. So then after then after I started I started selling from him. He wasn't paying me. So then after once Whoa, after, so you were doing sales and he was not And paying. I was even paying him cuz I had money saved. I had like about 7 grand saved up. Uh-huh. So I was even paying for the office rent. Oh wow. I was paying for the office rent. I was paying for so many things and I wasn't even bringing no money in, but I just believe in his this he was a black guy. He was yeah. an African guy like me. I was like, "Okay, we're going to do this together. I'm going to help you on this. We're going to all ride this wave." Whoa. No matter what. Okay. So just like that's why I like a lot of people 
a lot of entrepreneurs, they're like, they don't feel like it's good to work for somebody like me. I would, as an entrepreneur, if the vision is right, mm -hmm. the mission is right, I'll take on the opportunity. You'll take on. So, so even that guy at the stage, I took on the opportunity to work with him because the because of what he just because he was a black dude and he was saying I wanted that. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yep. But I didn't get paid a dime. Wow, that's 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 big right there. Mm -hmm. So like when you seen his vision, right? Because he obviously had to have sold you on the vision. Mm -hmm. When you seen his vision and you seen the money he was making, you weren't really looking at the money, you were just looking at the opportunity. Most people, when they start something, they look at the money, is the money there right away? Like, you had money guaranteed. You had the 6K coming in from your uh, other job. Yeah. So, like, money was obviously not a thing to you at the moment because you had a bigger vision. Yeah. How important is it to really have that bigger vision? It's very important because at the end of the day, like, one of my mentors, right, he always used to come to me. He's like, Boniface, here's an acorn. Where do you see? Mm -hmm. He'll be like, here's an acorn. Where do you see? And I'll be like... And I'll, and I'll be like, I see, uh, I see trees. It's like <laughs> now, Boniface, I see houses and buildings all over the world. It's called depth of vision. You have to have vision. So when I was coming up, I always had that long-term vision, vision of where I want to go. When people, was, when people was in high school, I always told about, like, I literally set this in high school to everybody around me. Then they thought I was crazy. And keep in mind, everybody around me, $5 was a lot of money. Yeah. $5, that was, we're going to the dollar store, we're buying bag of chips, we're buying honey bun, we're buying juice. That's, that stuff adds up. Uh -huh. That was like a whole meal right there. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was a lot of money. So when I told people I was going to make a million dollars before I turned 21, it was like, people was like, okay. Uh, here we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. But see, you said something important there. A lot of people did get discouraged of what people around them say. Mm -hmm. So it's all about who you surround yourself and who you give your energy to. So what would you say about surrounding yourself with the right people? Listen, not listening to negativity. Because at the end of the day, uh, everyone has an idea they want to attempt. They yeah. want to like. Are you guys make sure you're putting us on Instagram Live on my Instagram? Yeah, this is my Instagram. Not, yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we're about to uh, we're about yeah, to announce something. We're gonna do a hundred dollars giveaway. We're gonna do a hundred dollars giveaway for yeah. the most positive comment on this live. And whoever has the best question on this, whoever so start the asking best question. questions. At the end, we're gonna do some. We're gonna questions. choose. Yeah. So yeah, uh, going back to that, how important is it to surround yourself with the right influence? Because a lot of people don't surround themselves with the right people, and you can't move forward with that. So what experiences have you had that you had to change your surrounding people around From you? From day one. From the day I started entrepreneurship, I had to change my environment. Mm. From the first day I started, the first time I started entrepreneur, I was living with my mom, right? Yeah. And when my mom told me, it's either I get a job which was going to kick me out, I realized that I had to go out on my own. Wow. I realized that right there at the stage. So mm -hmm. I, luckily I had a girl who was, who, who her, her mom was cool and they let me in. Okay. They let me in their crib, and that's how I started staying there. And the mom, she was doing her thing, so she was positive. Mm -hmm. The people all around was positive. Positive. They didn't look at stuff like it was impossible. Mm -hmm. They just they didn't. They didn't look at it like it was impossible. They didn't care. They didn't care. It was just like neutral. Neutral. It was like okay, go ahead. Yeah. It wasn't. They didn't like oh, go ahead, crush <laughs> it. It wasn't like that. But what they was doing, it was they wasn't doing nothing, and mm -hmm. they made nothing. They're not doing nothing. It made me be. Go out Go and do out. something because they, they didn't question what I was doing. Uh -huh. It was just neutral. Oh, okay. You get what I'm saying? So that being in a great environment is the most important thing. This is what Onassis said. I'm really advocate of studying successful people. And Aristotle Onassis was like, this is one thing that changed my life. He said, if he was flat broke, he would do one thing that would reestablish his wealth. 
And that is associated with wealthy people and associated with like-minded people because success breeds success. Mm -hmm. Success rubs off. The people you're around is going to rub off of you. If you're, when I, remember when I was telling you that when I skilled my business up mm -hmm. and I lost so much money, if I wouldn't have took myself and got around other successful people, I would have still been trying to figure out how to get out of that debt. Whoa. That's a good point you brought up. Let's get into that story because that story, like, that's, that's something crazy. And most people would be like, they'd be so scared. So you were doing e-commerce before, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you told me the story, but I'll let you, I'll give a brief, brief explanation. Right, cool, cool, cool. So pretty much he got into e-commerce. Uh, he was scaling really hard. That means in terms of e-commerce, scaling means you're growing the business very high. And then things started to tank because yeah. your supplier couldn't handle it. Yeah. So like, tell, go a little bit depth into that story right. and like what you did. That yeah, was I the point. You, like what you, you did. You. You know, that was so let's big. talk about how I even got into e-commerce. Yeah. So basically what happened was that, so I used to sell policy, right? Mm -hmm. So one guy came to the, like we're selling his policy up and he came and he was like, all these guys are making money online. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know how people was making money online. Mm -hmm. Then one of my friend Noah came out of nowhere, he was like, he's making $30,000 a month with a vlog. Vlog. So I was like, what the, what vlog? You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell is a vlog? You, get, you know what I'm saying? I was yeah. like, how do you make money with a vlog? At the time, I didn't, it looked blurry to me because mm. I didn't understand the internet world. Mm. I understood, how, like, I could sell something online and get some people to buy it because people would see there, it. You're physically there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know, like, you could make money online without selling something physical. You get what I'm saying? Yep. I didn't know that. So when he came to me and said, hey, he was making money with a blog and he showed me how much money he was making with a blog and he sent me screenshots in my Instagram on my Facebook page, it made me started to be more curious. Curious. So yep. then after another guy, after Noah left, another guy came, because when Noah left, I was just trying to take some pictures to post it on my social media. Because I was like, oh, my guy's crushing it, bro. Flex. Let's take a picture and post it on my social media, right? Yeah. So I was like, I'm telling my girl to take my pictures and stuff. So then after, what happened was that as soon as Noah left, after, it's like, well, as soon as he left, another guy came to the insurance place when I was signing up his policy. He was also talking about how people was making money online with funnels and stuff. Mm. At the stage, I didn't know what funnels was. And then you did the smartest thing in your life. You went home and you did what? I searched on YouTube. <laughs> the simplest the thing. The simplest thing I did in my life. I just <laughs> went on YouTube and I said, how do you make money online? And then the whole world That changed everything. Everything changed. It's like, it was like the, the life I was living <laughs> to death, that, yeah. it was like totally changed. different. It was yeah. like my whole paradigm, everything shift right after doing that one search for myself. Yeah. I searched, how do you make money online? And after I started seeing all these people making money online, I started seeing people doing affiliate marketing, people doing Amazon. I started seeing people doing, uh, I started seeing people doing a uh, ClickBank. Click. I started seeing people doing a whole, it was so many things, Google ads. I started seeing people making money so many different ways. Yep. And I bumped into one webinar. Mm. After watching this one webinar, I was like, damn, <laughs> I got to make some you money. It was Adrian Morrison. Oh. Adrian Morrison. Adrian Morrison was like how he was making a hundred. He was making two hundred sixty thousand dollars a month selling tires on Google. Google. So I was like, damn, damn. this dude making two hundred sixty thousand. He was talking about how he changed his parents' life. He was his story was just good. good. You know what I'm saying? You know, as a marketer, he he made his story really good. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, I gotta start selling something. Something. So then what I did was that I started doing research. 
And after I started seeing Shopify, Shopify. Mm -hmm. So that started popping up more, popping up more, popping up more, popping up more, popping up more down my timeline. Now marketers started marketing to me and started showing me the ads. Mm. So then what happened there, what happened at that stage, I started looking on YouTube how to do Shopify because I seen this 16-year-old kid. He was like 17 years old. He was like, I made $10,000 this month with Shopify. So I searched on YouTube, can you really make $10,000 a month with a Shopify store? Then I found a video. Literally, I, I literally searched, can you really make $10,000 a month with a Shopify store? I searched that up. And guess what? A guy was like, yes, you can really make $10,000 a month with a Shopify store. Then I seen a Damn. whole bunch of other people making money with a Shopify store. So I was like, okay, now I gotta get some, I gotta do Shopify. Do Shopify. Then one guy, another guy on YouTube, when I was watching his video, he was talking about how there's so many communities of people on Facebook. Oh, groups. So and groups, yeah. Free groups. Okay. So what I did at that stage, I went to the free groups on Facebook and started adding all the free groups. Mm. So the most important thing, you see how the environment is so important? Yep. I went that if that Facebook group was in my environment. Okay. Because at that stage, I left the insurance and I started and I was at home now because the guy wasn't paying me to, to for me to write policy for him. So okay. I was at home in my girlfriend's mom's basement. And now it's just the time of just doing research. First, exactly. Learning, and learning, now my learning. environment was strictly with people who were doing e-commerce because I, I I added about a hundred pages, hundred pages, a hundred groups on Facebook mm -hmm. of different e-commerce groups. Then as I started, as I started seeing all those people doing all, I started seeing screenshots: a hundred thousand, ten thousand. <laughs> 20,000, 20, 3,000 today. Two th oh, I knew it was possible. Possible, yep. I knew it was possible. Yep. No, and uh, I'm glad you mentioned that, but we got to talk about the power of just Googling something. Like, people don't understand how important it is to just Google something. They want you to tell them an answer, you to tell them an answer, you to tell them an answer, you to tell them. They don't want to just Google it. So how important was it that you just Googled it? Out of 100 people, there's only two self-thinkers. Mm-hmm. Out of a hundred people, there's only two self-thinkers. Self yeah. People are not self-thinkers. Yeah. They look at stuff so complex. They yeah. look at stuff so like it's so hard to do. Yep. And when you realize it, it's really easy. It's easy. It's really easy. You can go search up some right now and become an expert. Yep. You can go on YouTube right now and start searching some stuff up. Mm -hmm. By the time you watch a hundred videos of it, guess what? You, you're, you're an expert. expert. Yep. You already know about it, but not a lot of people are willing to just search. Yeah. They're not willing to just look. They 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 put self. This is what this is. Here, here's a story. We're 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 about to take a quick break. We're about to go into the second segment. Okay. Give us one. So we're, so yeah. So we're, we're we just took a quick break. We're right back. But yeah, uh, as you were talking about the power of just Google and something. Yeah. So go right back into that. The power of just Google. You like said. I was, go ahead. Like I was saying, this everybody they put self-imposed limitations. So this is this is a story, right, from Houdini. There's a Houdini story yep. where Houdini is the master locksmith. Mm -hmm. So Houdini basically he could break out of any lock, mm -hmm. any lock. So they put him in different locks. He always broke out of it, mm -hmm. right? So one day Houdini he brought everybody out. Keep in mind, for years and years and years and years, <laughs> Houdini had always been able to break out of any lock. Any lock. So one day he would he made it he made it national. He's like, I'm the king. <laughs> I can break out of any lock. I can do anything I want for myself, right? Mm -hmm. So what happened was that they put Houdini in a lock. They put him in a jail cell. Wow. And they put him in a jail cell. And then after when they put him in a jail cell, they closed the door. Mm. Houdini was trying to do everything it takes to get out of that cell. He tried everything. He, he was like, he tried 
everything. He tried to pick the lock, and people he used to have like a lock. He used to have like a pick in his in his uh shirt mm -hmm. to pick the lock. Mm -hmm. So he tried everything to pick those locks. But what happened was that he tried everything until he started sweating down his face. <laughs> then what happened was that Houdini just laying on the jail cell. He quit. Then when he laid in the jail cell, the door opened. And that's how a lot of people are. They pull uh, self-imposed limitation on themselves that holds themselves back. It's all in their mind. It's, it's in their mind. Yep. It's so easy to change your life. And it's like, we say, like, how Damn, we're that's saying good. it right <laughs> now. We're saying it's so easy to change your life, but it's really fucking easy to change your life. Yep. It's really fucking easy. Mm -hmm. People just hold them fucking self back every fucking day. They're not willing to search shit up. They put so much limitation on themselves for no reason. They're so consumed with their everyday environment. Mm -hmm. They're wow. so consumed. And if you're consumed with your everyday environment, how can you sit back and think? They're not even willing to go home every day and just go on YouTube and go say, how YouTube. do I make some money? <laughs> how do I do this? People go, I post something on Instagram. They're like, oh my God, how do I, how, how does this guy make money? Go on my damn YouTube channel. YouTube channel. We got over 100 videos they're showing you. We got over 500 clients that are killing it. Mm -hmm. They're not willing to put so much limitation on themselves that they hold themselves back for no reason. Oh, Jesus. Damn, self, yeah, self-limitation is probably the biggest thing. And most people, the biggest thing that comes from is the environment. They yeah. don't see that it's possible. Yeah. You're seeing now on social media kind of changed everything and made it possible for a lot of people. But before, people couldn't. Until I see a million dollars, I don't even think it's possible. Until like you see a million dollars, you won't think it's possible. But if you're around people that have been there, uh -huh. have done it, mm -hmm. then what happens? The, it's well, possible. This is, this is the thing about it right now, like, like especially with e-commerce, right? So when I was starting e-commerce, if you made $1,000 in one day... That was a lot of money at that time. Yeah. So our goal, my goal was, oh, I got to make $1,000 a day. A day. That was like in 2015. Mm -hmm. That was like the big goal at that time. But now, that. now everybody's thinking about doing over a hundred grand a day mm -hmm. because everybody's doing it now. So now the people who are just starting, yeah. they don't celebrate no more. Because like <laughs> celebrate, oh, I made a thousand dollars. Yeah, because it's so because everybody's whoa. making because they see all these people doing a hundred grand a day. Mm. You're like when we were starting making a million dollars a year was a big thing. Mm -hmm. That was a huge, huge thing, thing when I was starting 2015. Yeah. Now all the all my students and all the people that come through my program and they do a thousand dollars a day. They're not celebrating. They're not celebrating. They're not celebrating. Because like, they're yeah. trying to compare their chapter one to someone's chapter 30. Exactly. <laughs> and you can't do that. Exactly. And that's what that's what a lot that's what's that's what's like really hurting a lot of marketers mm -hmm. who are just starting. Because like when I was starting, a thousand dollars a day was a lot. Yep. Like we was fighting to make a thousand dollars a day. Like that was that was like, oh, we oh, I make two hundred dollars a day. Like we was excited, excited. to do two hundred dollars yep. a day. Even if we only made a fucking a hundred dollar profit, yep. like we was excited. Even excited. if we made sixty five dollars, like we was excited. Mm. But now people aren't excited when they make a thousand dollars a day, and that's they what think. people don't understand. Like there's evolutions. Yep. To be successful, it takes time. Like I've been doing this since 2015. And it's 2019. Four years. And there's some people that just started, and they want to compare their success to my success. They're trying to compare yeah. their chapter to yours. So it's like Which... I've been through so many different roadblocks that I had to overcome to get to the success that I am today. Yep. And like the let's get into this is gonna uh, go right into the next thing we're gonna talk about. Mm -hmm. You paid for a lot of knowledge. Yes. People don't understand that. People just think like. 
You're learning a lot of things on the go, but they're not thinking that you're not paying for things too. You're also paying for knowledge. You're, you're never also- gonna go, you're never gonna get anywhere in life if you don't invest in yourself. Ooh. You're yep. never gonna get anywhere in life if you don't invest in yourself. Everything I've ever did was because I invested in myself. The first month I made $10,000 doing my e-commerce store, I took that $10,000 and paid for an in-person mentorship to go meet somebody in Miami. Oh. Why did I do that? Did I look at some people, they have a scarce mentality. They have a, they have a scarce mindset. Mm-hmm. They think that if they spend their money, that's the last money they will ever have in their life. It's not going to come back. Money is a renewable resource. You can have as much money as you want or need. Need. What did you say? This is a good question here. Somebody wants to know what were some of the roadblocks that you encountered. Doing yep. what stage? The let's say the um, your beginning stage, because a lot of people are beginners. Let's say your beginning stage. What are some uh, roadblocks you really faced? The roadblocks is all is your environment. It's your environment That's that I really. One. But when I, when I was starting, my environment was what really held me back. The people around me, because even the people around me, when I was starting e-commerce, right. I used to tell people, hey, you should tech, you should do this. Uh-huh. In 2015, I used to always come around my friends, the people I was doing my clothing brand with. Uh-huh. They, I used to tell them, hey, bro, let's jump into e-commerce. Let's do this stuff. They didn't know what it was. They oh. didn't care. <laughs> and then when I come around, if I felt like a loser because I was the guy in the corner trying to make my ads work. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? So <laughs> what happened was that I just distanced myself from those people and I just stayed by myself. Mm-hmm. And when I stayed by myself, I started meeting new friends online. So, like, when you're starting, the only thing that's going to hold you back is your environment. Your environment. Because it's so, you can't lose. It's like the internet world is so big. Mm-hmm. If you just commit to it, you're going to find something that's going to work for something you. Something that's going to work. And in order to find that thing that works, you have to be willing to try things. Mm-hmm. That's so important. So many people don't want to try new things. And they're so comfortable in their situation. And they don't want to step outside the box. How hard, not even not even how important it is, how hard was it for you to, at the beginning, step out of that comfort zone to really try something totally new, something you had no idea about, that you had to Google, that you had to learn? How hard was it, really? Man, people, I think people change for two reasons, mm-hmm. for uh, for desperation and inspiration. Mm-hmm. So me, you know how people was like, oh, <laughs> you're, this dude was probably like inspired. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I was desperate. You were desperate. I was living in my girlfriend's mom's basement. I didn't want to live in my damn girlfriend's mom's basement. <laughs> I didn't want to be in my girlfriend's mom's basement because her mom was upstairs. I can't. I can't make love with my girlfriend. Yeah. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I can't do that. Yeah. I was desperate. I was like, because anytime I want to hang out with my girl, I have to get hotels. Yeah. You have to go get, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So I was like, man, I got to get my own crib. Yep. But I made a goal that's a save $20,000 to get my own crib. So when I seen people was making money online, I knew that's the way I could get to be able to get something for myself. Mm-hmm. So I was really desperate. And I, I started really searching. It didn't matter what I did. I knew I was going to get the success because I believe in myself. myself. I didn't care how long it was going to take me. I didn't pick, I didn't put a, when I was starting e-commerce, I didn't say, oh, I'm, a, I'm about to change my life this fast. I was just going as far as I could see. And when I got there, I saw farther. Ooh, when I got there, right I saw there. farther. I started, I started, I started selling some products online. As soon as I started selling more products online and I started gaining more confidence. I didn't wake up in the morning and my goal was to make a, like, my first goal was to make $1,000. And when I made $1,000 in a day, my second goal was to make $10,000. And when I made $10,000, my third goal was to make $20,000. Then when I made $20,000 and I saw Ben Malone 
made a hundred thousand, a hundred fifty thousand dollars in one day. Now my goal was to make a hundred fifty thousand dollars in one, <laughs> one day. day. Yep. But yep. I but I seen it before I made that my goal. Mm. Like my goal was basically what I see. I was like, oh, this guy's doing tip. Every time I'll go in the Facebook groups, I'll see people posting they can make ten thousand dollars today. I see another person posting they made a hundred thousand dollars today. And I, I see those people I knew it was nothing different from those people than me. That's big. That's big. And one thing, one thing that's huge that you just said right now, you took all those things as motivation. Yeah. You didn't sit there and hate and say, this person's doing this, what the heck? This person's doing that, what the heck? You took it as motivation. So how important is it to take someone's chapter 20 and compare it to your chapter one and be like, wow, I'm going to get there one day. I'm glad that they're there, but that's my motivation. And not hate and have animosity towards a person during their winning season because you don't know what they went through. When you're a young entrepreneur, season. like this is what I notice about people who are just starting entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. They like hate because there's there's different levels. Mm -hmm. There's different levels to success. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Yep. When you're on the lowest level, it's when people hate. Yeah. That's the lowest level. Lowest. When they're when I have so much students. That came to my program and they made so much money, mm -hmm. then they they never even met me in person, right? I had a student that came to my program. He made ninety eight thousand dollars in one month because of the stuff that I taught him. Mm -hmm. And he and I seen and he felt like he could he's better than me. <laughs> he he felt like he could do as much as me now. Mm. He's not even making as much money as me, but he still feel like that instead of being humble and willing to learn. Learn. So a lot of people when they make some money, they feel like. Their chest is up. They <laughs> feel like, oh my God, I can make money. I can make as much as him now. I can do that. And that's, and I used to be like that too, though. Mm -hmm. I, that's what happened with younger people who are just starting business. Yeah. They always feel like if they make some money, just everything in the world is going to yield to their advantage. Mm. They feel like everything, oh, I, I know this now. Their, their teachability index go down. So, like, here, let me give you guys some, since this is your podcast, yeah. right? And I never said this on your podcast, but, like, there's only five secrets to wealth creation. Say those five things, There's man. only five. And this is what's going to take everybody throughout their life. And I always repeat this because this is what's going to take everybody throughout their journey. It's who do you listen to? Yep. You have to listen to somebody who will have what you want and bend where you are. Mm. I know a lot of people, if you watch all my other podcasts, you heard this a lot. Yep. But the reason why I consistently repeat this, because this is the truth. This is the groundbreaking truth. And people don't really, if once when people realize this, this is going to take five minutes to learn and a lifetime for them to master. Wow. Like I will say this for five minutes and it's going to take them the whole oh, life. Yep. Because it's something and that you And no matter where you go in life, you're going to always have to come back to these basics. Mm -hmm. Number one is who do you listen to? Yep. You have to listen to somebody who have what you want and has been where you are. Yep. You have to listen to somebody who have what you want and has been where you are. Yep. You guys hear me. You're listening to podcasts. <laughs> you have to listen, listen to somebody who have what you want and has been where you are. Has been because if you journey. listen to somebody who have what you want and has been where you are, they can show you the process they went through to get to exactly where they're at. If you model that person, even if you don't get where they're at, you're going to come close. And you're going to leave the level of success that other people dreamed about. So find somebody who you can listen to. You can't you can't listen to the team. You can't listen. To, if your goal is to become a multimillionaire, you can't become a multimillionaire going to that college that professor's making $30,000 a year because that's as far as he got. 
If you have if you have a goal, look at the person you're listening to and see if that person have achieved that goal that you want. Mm. Because whatever they got, that's what you're gonna get. Yeah. You can't listen to the bankers because like you people go to the banks and try to take advice from the bankers. Like I remember one guy he came to me, he was like, Bro, I'm trying to improve my credit. And I went to the bank and he told me I should get some secure cards and do this. I'm like, <laughs> the banker only make a thousand three hundred dollars a month. A month. Wow. Max a thousand eight. Yeah. What do you think they know? They don't know nothing. Yeah. What do you think they're gonna teach you? Yeah. That's what they know. You yeah. can't be getting advice from people who never did nothing for themselves. For themselves. People are getting advice from the wrong people. From the wrong so the who do you listen to? We're still on that. Like I could talk here for over two hours just about who to listen to. Who to listen to. I yep. did a I did an event right, and I charged ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars for this event, and I had people come down to my office, and we talked about. Who to listen to? Your teachability. You know, we talk about the whole basic. The whole and it's, basic. We literally talk about that for hours, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, like, who you listen to is the most important thing. That's number one. What's uh, number two? It's your teachability index. Okay, explain that to some people because some people don't know what. Is your means. willingness to learn times your willingness to accept change? change. Yeah. A lot of people are willing to learn. People are tuning in. They're gonna tune in and listen to so many things. After this podcast, they're gonna go listen to something else. After. They're going to keep listening to something else. Uh-huh. They're willing to learn. It's hot. But change? Woo! <laughs> no! I'm not willing to change. change. You're yep. telling, wait, wait, wait. You're telling me do something that I never did before? <laughs> Which? That sounds like when you tell somebody to change in some culture, they think you're a witch. Yep. Like they really think you're a witch. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 true. People's willingness to change is very low. Low. If your willingness to learn is a 10, but your willingness to accept change is zero, 10 times zero is zero. Yep. You're never gonna become rich, you're gonna stay broke your whole life. Whole life. Until yep. you become teachable. Teachable. And people, this is what happens. That's why a lot of people max out their income because they make some money and they feel like they know it all. It's like me. I pay 50 I, all my pro I try to spend about ten thousand dollars a month on improving my education. Mm. Every single month, I'm buying everybody's stuff that you guys seen out there. I have bought their program. I spent over two hundred fifty thousand dollars just learning. learning. All I do is sit down and learn. I know no, not a lot of people have my stuff, and I'm I'm glad <laughs> because I'm learning from them. Yep. <laughs> then yep. I'll see what I'm doing. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm learning from everybody and trying to see what they know that I don't know. Every single person mastermind, I'm going there. I'm learning from all these successful people. Because I want to know what they know. Yup. And but I bet you they're so they're so egotistic. They're not. I'm not about to go learn from Bonnie. <laughs> yep. That's how egotistic they are. Ego so keeps you broke. So people max out their income because of their willingness to learn. learn. There's a lot of people that are going to learn some stuff, but guess what? They're going to feel like they know it all. Know it all. And once they feel like they know it all, that's when they start going down. Yep. I that's never cool. feel like that. That's why I'm, people look at me like Boniface. You're always growing. It's because I'm just a student to the game. Wow. I'm just a student to the game. All I do is (laughs) is just a student. Like every time you see me, I'm learning. I'm studying. I'm at the masterminds. I'm at the most expensive conference. I just paid 17 grand to go to a a conference in, in, uh, uh, what's Macaulay? In LA. Yep. Yep. I paid $36,000 to go see Sam. Yeah. I paid $15,000 to go see Gabriel. Like so I'm learning. Always I'm buying invest- YouTube. I'm, I'm always learning. So the biggest thing you're saying is always invest in yourself. Because you can never mm-hmm. go wrong with that. You're yep. only improving your skill set. 
everything you learn, you can never, if you buy somebody's program, you're going to learn a thing or two. I spent two grand on programs. I don't know. Sometimes I just watch I watch the entire thing and learn one thing out of it. <laughs> and I just spent two grand. Yep. I learned one thing out of it. Good. I'm going to add this to my arsenal. Boom. Scale it. Yep. So, so what's number three? Number three is your training balance scale. Yep. And explain that to some people that don't know what that means. How many minutes we got left? We got, we'll start another one. We're at, uh, we got like 14 minutes. But So your training balance scale. Is 90% of your thinking mm-hmm. and 10% of your action. A lot of people, they work so hard. There's people that are going to a regular job every day because of their because of the training balance skill is backwards. Mm. They're focused on their action. Oh, I got to work, 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 work. And that's what's going to change my life. Mm. That's wrong. Andrew Cardigan was the richest man in the world. He paid Napoleon Hill a 20-year commission to write the book, The the Law of Success in 16 Loss. Lessons. Yep. So when he put that book on the market, every successful people got furious. Mm. Because Andrew Cardigan, what he used to do, he was, he was worth $300 billion. You can research him. Okay. He would always go to Scotland. Every every summer, he would go to Scotland. Mm-hmm. And, and he, well, he knew that when, when he went to Scotland, he knew that it was mostly his thinking. Mm-hmm. Because he knew every when he, when he had Napoleon Hill even study these successful people, and Napoleon Hill came back to the conclusion that the most important thing with all these successful people is their thinking. Their thinking. Yep. So your thinking does it all. Once you can think it through, you can process it through your action. It's 90% of your thinking and 10% of your action. Actually. If you work so hard, you're going to stay in the same spot. You have to think. You have to think. Mm. The greatest gift in life is thinking. Thinking. That's what Warren, Warren Buffett said that. Warren Buffett says he spends know. about like... Two hours a day just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> just thinking. And that's all I do. Mm. All I do is think. All I do is think how I can grow my company better. The reason why I'm buying programs and learning from all these successful people, I'm successful. I'm, I'm, my company have generated over $5 million. Yep. But you can always But I'm better. still learning. Yep. I could be an idiot and say, oh. I, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just gotta keep doing what I was doing, and I will get to the next level. But mm. that's not how it works. Mm. You're gonna have to become another person to get to the next level. You're gonna have to keep learning. The the information you know now is not the information that's gonna get you to the next, next level. level. The systems you have in place now is not the systems that you're gonna need to go to the next level. You're gonna need improvement. Improvement. You're gonna need more. It doesn't like people. People who just start in business is so it's so crazy because I see a lot of entrepreneurs they start in business and they think like all the systems they currently have it's what's going to allow them to go to the next level. Like mm-hmm. when I was doing e-commerce and I was scaling my business up to over a million dollars a year with e-commerce, mm-hmm. all those systems that I was using is not the same systems I'm using now. Now. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I had to go to, I had to pay for different products, learn from different people to get different systems. Different systems. That's, that's more big. effective. Wow, that's big. And how about number four? Number four is the if the four ways you process information. Mm. So a lot of people, that's why they get stuck on their journey of learning something new because nobody really taught them this. The way you process information, the first one, it's called unconscious incompetence. Unconscious incompetent means that you don't even know that information existed before you came about it. Mm. You know, like like when I was saying, like when I was at Costco, right? Yeah. I didn't know you could make money online. <laughs> I didn't know you could do an e-commerce store. 
I didn't know you could start affiliate marketing. I didn't know you can make money with ClickBank. I didn't know you can create a blog and you can put Google ads on a blog to make some money. Mm -hmm. I didn't know you could do sales for other companies and stuff. I didn't know none of that. We all don't know what we don't know. Yep. So when you're when you're learning new information, you're going to go through four phases. Like I said, the first phase is called unconscious incompetent, which means you don't even know. You don't mm. know what you don't know. Okay. Then the second stage is called unconscious competent. Mm. It's called on, the reason why the reason why I like to talk about these basic is because when you're learning something new, it's going to be discouraging. Yep. It's going to be hard. Yep. It's going to be hard. When you're learning something you never learned before, but you have to understand that you have to consistently keep going so you can get so you can get to that that basics. So like I said, it's unconscious incompetent. Yeah. Unconscious competent. Mm -hmm. So then it's conscious competent. Yeah. Then it's un Wait. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so when you're going through so when you're going through life, you're gonna get caught, you're gonna go through different phases. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You're going to go through different phases and people got to understand that. Like, you don't know what you don't know. Yep. It's okay when you're going through situations. Just keep repeating it. The more you repeat it, you're going to get on the unconscious state. Yep. Like, I tell people, like, I'm good at entrepreneurship, but I can't go to the rim and dunk the ball backwards. <laughs> like, LeBron James can. Yeah. But I promise you when LeBron James was like six, like when he was very young, he couldn't do that. He couldn't do because that. Because he'd been practicing for so long. That became... Second. Success takes time. Mm -hmm. People just look at these successful people and they think like, oh my God, this person's successful and they must magically become successful overnight. Like it doesn't happen like that. Like to be honest, I started when I was 16 mm. and I'm 23. Like if we count how many years that is, how many years is that? Yeah. So it's a those, long time. Yeah. And those years, you different businesses, different, different businesses, opportunities. Like different I, I feel that like, like, if you count how many businesses I filled at, I probably, I filled at a lot of businesses. I started a blog. I started Shoe Custom. I started a clothing line. I started a recording studio. I started so, bro, I started so many things. I started, what's I'm going to call it? I started uh, even putting Google ads and stuff on my Facebook. I started a Facebook fan page business. Oh, fan page. A fan page business. Yeah. I started so many things that got me to where I'm at today. Mm. And each of those success, it made me learn something new. Yeah. But I just took on to what I'm doing now. Mm. So, like, people just look at people's success and they just think, like, oh, my God, this person just magically becomes successful overnight. But it doesn't really work like that. <laughs> You're going to have to keep going. going. You're going to feel. Success is just about feeling. People, they don't want to feel. And They're they afraid want, of it. They're afraid of it. That's why a lot of people aren't really made for entrepreneurship and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, entrepreneurship is just failing every day. Yup. You fail different ways. You fail with different things. To this day, I'm still feeling. I'm still learning. Mm. Okay. I am still learning to this day. Mm. And what's that last um, thing of uh, success? It's master the basics. Master because the basics. There's, you only have to master the fundamentals. Yup. If you want to learn Facebook ads, learn the fundamentals. There's mm. no, there's nothing, there's no rocket science. Like nobody was just born a genius. Mm. Like people just think, oh, you're a genius. Oh, you was born it. Like, dude, yeah. it's because I set my ass down and just fucking learn. Learned. Sit your ass down and learn some shit. Yeah. Damn, why you they, they be making it so damn hard. Yeah. Like, sit your fucking ass down, go in the computer, get a and fucking just... course, watch the fucking course. 
Who gives a fuck if you don't learn this shit about the course? Sit your ass down until you learn some shit. Just learn something. If you didn't learn everything from that course, buy another course. Okay, <laughs> you don't have enough money? Save us some money next month and buy another course. Mm. Keep learning. Yep. Stop holding yourself back. People just hold themselves back for no reason. They're just like, Set I don't know why they do. They put limitations on themselves <laughs> for no reason. It's so fucking easy to succeed. Just yep. keep going. You go as far as you can see. And when you get there, you see farther. See farther. <laughs> Wow, that's very important. Hopefully, you guys are taking notes. Uh, no, on to the on to the next thing. So after you figured all that out, next phase of your start. I mean, you started a company called Current Nine. Yeah. So before I started Current Nine, basically what happened was that I really lost a lot of money doing e-commerce because yeah, you got well, yourself in a hole. So yeah. what happened was that what happened was that basically I lost about like I lost I scaled my my e-commerce store to about a million dollars. In 14, it was like 17 days. You scaled to a million dollars in 17 days. days. You guys hear that? 17 days. So I scaled my e-commerce business to a million dollars in 17 days. And when I did that, a lot of, because I was, because I wanted to compete with everybody Mm. who was posting these high numbers. I see people posting, I made a hundred dollars, a hundred, a hundred grand today. So what I used to do, I used to take, I used, when I seen that guy post a hundred grand that day, I I created a liminal foil of my picture and I put a hundred grand a day on the back of that picture. <laughs> and I liminal foil that picture, I put it in my pocket every day. I would look at myself a hundred grand a day. And what I used to do, I grab I used to put in my car, I used to put a piece of paper in my car on the window, twenty thousand dollars saved. I put that in my car every single morning. I wake up in the morning, I'll see a hundred thousand dollars, I'll see a twenty thousand dollars save, a hundred thousand dollars in a day. <laughs> so as I started seeing that every day, I started Trying to make it. Make it. You get what I'm saying? I try, I started trying to make it. How speaking can I make it? I started speaking into existence. Yep. So so what happened was that when I scaled my business up, when I scaled my business up to that much, I lost a lot of money because I didn't have a lot of money saved reserve. to do that. What I like to tell people is that if you're trying to scale to a million dollars a month, have a million dollars in your bank account. Mm. I didn't have a million dollars in my bank account. I had like 20000 <laughs> That's yep. about it. I had twenty thousand in my bank account because I scaled to a, I scaled about a hundred thousand dollars the month after. Mm. So I had so I was like, okay, I'm gonna scale to a million dollars this month. That was my goal. And what I did was that I got some credit cards. So I had about like thirty. I just improved my credit. So what I did, think about this is investing in myself too. Because yep. when I scaled up, I had about I spent another five grand, five ten grand to go improve my credit. So I improved my credit. I had a credit consultant improve my credit. When I had that guy improve my credit, now my credit was A1. I got approved for Capital One for like for like 10 grand. Mm-hmm. I got approved for Discovery for like two grand. You get what I'm saying? Yes, we so it was like it's up. like so and I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, if I spend fifteen thousand dollars a day, I can make about thirty thousand dollars a day on my ads. You get what I'm saying? Uh, so I started doing the math like that. Okay, all I gotta do is spend fifteen thousand dollars a day, and I'll make thirty thousand dollars. So now I started spending fifteen thousand dollars, and I started I started making thirty thousand dollars. Like damn, <laughs> I gotta spend. I gotta spend. Damn, my, my money was getting deposit. I had like. So I had like fucking forty thousand dollars getting deposit on Monday because that's why they deposit that money. Deposit, yep. So it was it deposit on Monday. So what I did was that I held that thirty thousand dollars instead of me paying that vendor. I told the vendor, "I'll pay you next week." Mm. I'll pay you next week. So I had that forty thousand dollars, and I had my credit card too. So I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "I'm about to scale because I wanted to be. I wanted. I wanted. It was so. It was so much of a." 
an ego thing. Yep. I, I, I wanted that ego, like, oh my God, I made a hundred thousand dollars in one day. It was like so an egotistic thing I had back then. So I was like, okay, is it it's about to end? Yeah, and we got a minute, so all right, so let's minute. stop it. Let's stop it. Yeah. So we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna be bathroom. back. All right. Yeah, let's take go. Yeah, we're right back. Uh but yeah, no, back to that story about how you got in the whole hundred uh fifty thousand was it? No, no, no. So basically what happened was basically uh when I was killing my my goal was to make a million because I came from this mastermind. Yeah. So I came from this mastermind and all actually no no no, I didn't even go to the mastermind at that time. Oh, this was before. Yeah, this was before. Before, yep. Oh, yep. this was before the mastermind. So what mm -hmm. happened was that I basically, I seen this guy post in our Facebook group. Mm -hmm. He was like, he made $150,000 that day. Yep. So I was like, damn, I got to make $150,000 because I was like, damn, the more I skill up, the, the more, more money I would make out of this product. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, e-commerce, the products are very products. low ticket. Yep. So I was like, okay, I just got to spend more money and then I'll make more profit. More profit. So what happened was that I started, I improved my credit, like I said. Yep. And after I applied for credit cards, I had some credit cards. Then what happened was that when I, that week, the, I, the, when my deposit was coming on Monday, I had like about $40,000 mm. coming in my account. Plus I had money saved too, like 20 grand. And I had some money on credit cards. Mm. So what happened was that, what happened was that I started scaling up. So I was like, okay, I'm about to make a hundred thousand dollars today. You about to make a hundred thousand dollars in a day. Yeah, that was the that was day my you goal. You goal. get what I'm saying? To yep. make a hundred thousand dollars in a day. So and I was doing it. It wasn't like something impossible. It's <laughs> easy as hell. You gotta spend yep. the money. Spend more it's money. It's not even easy. It's not even hard. So I was like, and I skilled up to fifty six thousand dollars. Wow. So I skilled up to so that that week I started. I was spending about. 30 grand on ads, 30 mm -hmm. grand, and I was making about $57,000 a day. A day. So I was making about $57,000 a day, and I kept on scaling high, mm -hmm. scaling high. And the, the merchant kept on oh, fulfilling it. You know, no, yeah. the, the vendor wasn't fulfilling it yet because oh. I told the vendor I was going to pay them next week. You remember? Yeah. I couldn't pay because I used the money that money was supporting the product to tell the vendor I was going to scale up next. I was going to pay them next week to fulfill the order because I wanted to scale up even more. more. Whoa. So what happened was that when I did that, the vendor, when I hit the vendor up the next week, mm -hmm. he replied, but he, he was so busy because he had all the clients too. Mm -hmm. So what happened was that it took another week and we already did over a million dollars in like about, it was like 17, 14 days. We did, it was like 17, 18 days around that. So we skilled up, we did a million dollars in, in that, in that, in that uh, 17, 17 18, days. 18 days. So what happened was that. When I contacted the vendor on that day that I wanted to fulfill the order, the vendor said, Boniface, it's going to take me 30 days before I can even get that product. Damn. So that's what everything happened now. Now people, because now people, I was already getting people that wanted refund. Mm -hmm. you know, I was getting a couple people. Yep. But then after, after it started taking a couple weeks, so I paid the vendor mm -hmm. for the product. Yep, you paid them. I paid the vendor. But then after he said it was taking so long, so then after I was like, fuck it, mm -hmm. I'm going to ship those products to my, I'm going to see how can I, since it's going to take you that long, can I pay for the product in bulk and ship it myself? Then I was around my uncles and stuff. They was like, hey, ship the products here, we'll ship it for you. Mm -hmm. So then after what happened was that I tried to do that and I lost a lot of money. Wow. I had to pay for freight costs. I had to pay for so many things too. You get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I had okay. to pay for so many things. And the vendor couldn't even, the vendor was, he was sending the products to the customer, but some of the customers wasn't even getting the product. 
Wow. So then what happened was that what happened, it really held me back because now customers, some customer wasn't getting a product or if they buy multiple products in my store, they would get one of the product and they won't get all the products together. together. So what happened was that I was just killing too much up and I lost so much money because of chargebacks. So a lot Ooh. of people started charging the, the uh, it was Stripe. Yeah. I tried to charge in my account. So all the money I was making, because I was spending money on ads too. So it and wasn't like all the money, all that million dollars. Yeah. I had that. Nope. Like 50% of that was in ads. <laughs> and the people don't understand, once you get a chargeback, there's a fee that comes with the exactly. chargeback. Exactly. There's a $16 a fee. fee that comes on top, top of, of that. The so they take the whole money that you got on and top of a fee. fee. So yep. what happened was that what happened was that I literally lost so much because of how many I was negative a hundred, it was like a hundred and thirty some thousand dollars in my account. Okay. But luckily, mm-hmm. luckily that account that because Stripe was coming in my account taking money out of yeah. my account. I try to t- I try to tell my bank to stop them. Stop them. I yep. try to tell my bank to stop them. Uh-huh. But my the, the amount that I processed was so, so much, much that the that bank they wasn't were... taking ten dollars, it was taking $30,000, at once. $50,000 at once <laughs> because of how much I processed. Yeah. I mean, chargebacks. So it wasn't like they were just taking $20, $30, $40, $50. $50. It was taking big chunks. Big chunks. Out of my account. Yeah. So what happened was I got negative 130 grand. Luckily, I had $36,000 in my savings. Wow. So I took that money and this, I was so, it was so great because I was listening to, I was listening to, because I was on, I was listening to this motor, I was listening to one of my mentors and he was telling me, like, get around other successful people. Okay. So what happened was that luckily I had $36,000 and I paid a mentor to teach me what was worth. First, I paid a guy 10 grand mm-hmm. to teach me how he got out of that because he did $10 million. So I was like, okay, if this guy did $10 million, he must. And he did a million in one month. He must have encountered the same problem or something like it. So mm. let me go to him and see how he overcame this problem. Wow. So I had, so I paid him. Then luckily that guy had the same damn problem as me. Okay. You get what I'm saying? He yeah. had the same damn problem. So I'm like, wait, hold on. I gotta slow down. Because mm. the reason why I got this problem is because I was trying to scale too much. Too much. So yep. I was like, I gotta slow down. So what happened was that as I slowed down, that guy too, he wanted to, he wanted to learn how to because he was selling his course at the time, right? Yep. He was selling his consulting services at the time. That's why I paid him 10 grand. Because mm-hmm. he was helping people with their e-commerce store and stuff. So then I was like, okay, cool. So I realized that he was making some money helping people. Yep. So I was like, okay, he's making some money helping people. I, I, mean, I, can, I can help some people with this. Yeah. So I've been through all the trenches. I mm-hmm. know what works and I know what don't work. Yep. Not everybody goes to make a million dollars in one month. Yep. Some people go as just to make $10,000. $10,000. Some people go as just to make $20,000. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I can show people how to make $10,000. Ten five thousand dollars extra a month. A month. So I started teaching. So I was like, okay, this is what he's doing. So I'm gonna do that shit too. Oh, so I was okay. like, that's so. Then after, but even before I met him, I wanted to become a consultant. Okay. Like I created this product. Like when I was like when like before I even scaled my e-commerce business, me and one of my business partners we created a product that was selling for ninety seven dollars. Okay. And we was crushing it, doing like twenty thousand dollars a month extra on the side. And that's while the, running our e-commerce business. And that's a high profit business. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so 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 exactly. So basically, so basically we was doing that. Then after what happened was that while we was doing that. You brought yourself out the hole. I brought myself out the When I met him, he wanted to skill his consulting services in higher. And this guy was doing about $36 million a year. 
that wow. we've seen on YouTube. So we both invested in ourselves to go to his mastermind, which was $36,000. Mm. So my last money, the last $36,000 I had in my bank account, What'd I used do? that money to invest to go meet somebody who was doing $36 million a year. Wow, and that, and that guy was at $0. And what's that guy's name? Sam. Sam Ovens. And, that man, and now even just from him, I paid even other people because I learned from him. It was great. Mm -hmm. But not even that. I went to other people, too, to invest in myself. All the biggest marketer, Grant Cardone, Todd Lopez, every single person you see online, I've met them. Yep. I've sat in the same room with them. Mm -hmm. I've ate the same, I drink out of the same coffee cup as them. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I, we sat in the same room. So I started realizing what all these people was doing. So I, it made me clarify what I wanted. Yeah. I feel like people have to go through situations to really identify what they want. Yeah. So, so basically, that when I got in that hole, it made me. I but I saw my way out of that hole within one month. One month. One month. Thirty days. Thirty days. Well, I was one hundred and thirty thousand dollars in debt in my bank account, not on credit cards, not on. In my bank account, yep. where you can't go, like, nah, you can't create a new bank account. <laughs> nope. Because the bank knows you can't, no. you can't go anywhere and create a new bank account. So the only thing I, I, I know, I couldn't get a job. Because if I would have went to get a job, guess how long it was going to take me? 40 Probably years. I was like 90 years old. <laughs> to pay that back. To, get, to pay that back. <laughs> okay. You know and, what then I'm you, and then what you so do? So I was like, okay, I got to do something. What am I good at? Okay, I started in sales. So I'm going to sell my courses. And I'm, I'm going to help people with this. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I started helping people start start basically starting their own businesses. I started helping a lot of people. And I started utilizing those people. To, I started using other people's money to make money because I didn't have money. Yep. So I started using other people who was trying to come up. And mm -hmm. I said, okay, I'll show you how to do this. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Then after what, what would happen was I'll help you with it and I'll make some money with it, right? Mm. And that was like way back then though. I don't do that anymore, right? Yeah. So I was like, so, and I started helping them and I started selling more people in my product. I literally saw my way out of it. I was selling, I literally closed over like over a hundred people in one month just mm. on my services. Just on my services. I started right getting away. on a phone call with people and started working my ass off because I didn't call have them. nothing else to do because my back was against the wall. Wow. People, I help. I help people. Money, my cousins, my uncles, I all them because they helped me. Mm. I help. I help. I had so much people on my back. I even felt, bro. I, there was some. There was some days I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel like getting out of bed. Wow. Like I was literally in bed, feeling like, damn. What do I do? What do you do? And that. And that, That's when I really felt the depression. And when I really went into that depression, it made me clarify what I wanted. Mm. And as I started helping people with their e-commerce business, I was like, man, I want to become a consultant. You want to I teach really people. want to help people change their life. Yep. Because not a lot of people go is to make a couple million dollars a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some yeah. people go is just to make 10. They don't really believe to make a hundred thousand yeah. dollars a month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't really have that belief. A month. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? My goal is to make four million a month. So I'm like, people, some people go is not that. So what I'm going to show some people who, who want to learn how to make 20000 5000 10000 Let me show them some systems they can put in place to make that. Yep. So that's what I started doing. I started helping a lot of people, and I sold my way out of my debt. Wow. Just by getting on a phone call and just selling. Just calling. Day. Just calling. Calling. Calling, 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 and banging the phones. And I sold my way out of that debt. As soon as I sold my way out of that debt, I got some money. I went to another mastermind, learned some other <laughs> systems. And now... There I went. Wow. I started doing consistent over 100 grand a month with my consulting services. Okay. And I just kept on scaling it from there and there and there. There and there. Wow, man. That's really powerful because you weren't, you like, just because you got that one failure that you lost 100 something thousand dollars, it didn't stop your journey. 
Mm-hmm. That was just another roadblock that you had to overcome. Exactly. But the thing that happens with a lot of people is once something happens and they become afraid, then they go back to what they used to do before. They're like, yeah, this isn't for me. I'm on to the next thing. So that was really important. And then let's go on to the next part. So you did that. Then Current9 is the company. Yeah. And so Current9 Current Nine is a consulting firm. We basically help everyday people escape the traditional way of working a nine to five. Yep. And we show them how to start their own business of their own. Mm-hmm. So what I like to show people is basically how to start. You can basically start an e-commerce business. Yep. You can start. You can start a, a service business, mm-hmm. especially with service businesses. I feel like that's the best business to start mm-hmm. because you don't have to have no upfront capital. Upfront capital. You yep. can basically be helping other people with something they're good at, mm-hmm. and you just start, you can just you can even sell for their service. So what's like, the best? Um, what's the best service-based business to start with? If you're there's a couple of here. I'll give you a couple. I'm creating a program called the Internet Closers, basically teaching people how to start a service business and close for uh, people like myself who are influencers. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, I feel like the best service business to start is like credit repair. Because yeah. everybody have bad credit, so you can help people improve their credit. Yep. Tax service, you can help people improve, fix their taxes. Tax. And these are some stuff that you can watch some videos on YouTube and become an expert overnight. Overnight. You can just learn those skills and just start helping people with that. Yep. Like I feel like... E-commerce is great and all. It's still a good business to do, but do people should start looking to more service business because when they don't have to spend so much money. Mm, it's all about sales so and money. closing. Them. I feel like us who went through the e-commerce space, it really allowed us to really become good marketers. Marketers. So now we have to use our marketing skills to do something big. Big. So that's why I really started my consulting firm because I want to do something that's really going to impact the world yeah. and help people really transition themselves. And instead of that, thinking about, oh, a nine to five, that's the only thing they can do for themselves. Yeah. Realizing that they can actually do more mm. and they can really change their life in a short period of time just by changing their paradigm, changing the way you view life. The way you view life is everything. Everything. If you're viewing life like, oh, this is the this is it. This is how it is. This is how it's always going to be. That's yeah. where you're going to be. That's where you're going to be. So wow. like, that's why I really started my consulting firm to really start shifting people's belief, mm. believing that they can do more for themselves. Yeah. That's big. That's big. And then since you did that, now um just want to update people. We have we, we we're good friends. We've been talking behind this, but you moved to Atlanta. Yeah. So tell a little bit of people about like why Atlanta. Because why it's it? talent. See, I'm in Minneapolis and people don't really know nothing about that here. Yeah. Like I feel like they're drinking some Minnesota water or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when yeah. you when you when you talk about internet internet marketing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. people really don't know that. They don't know that. You get what I'm saying? And it's so crazy. And it's 2019. And some people don't even, like, like they haven't even woke up yet. I mean, so yeah. they're doing research, trying to learn it. So it's like, I really wanted to go, I wanted to develop my team. team. So I'm hiring a lot of people on my team for different skill sets, like videography, uh-huh. uh, Instagram marketers, LinkedIn marketers. So if there's anybody out there that are really good at some skill sets, uh-huh. you're really good at, and you're in the Atlanta area, DM him. DM me on Instagram, email me. Yep. Uh, then I'll, me and my team will see if you qualify. So like I'm really growing my team in, in Minneapolis. You can't really find good talent. Good talent. So I always want to go where the talent is at. Mm. So that's why I move into Atlanta area because a lot of people out there are trying to get into the tech space. Tech space. So by going in there, I'll be able to get some really good talent, talent. of people who want to move into the tech space to grow my organization. Wow, that's that's really big. And like that's a big step because you grew up in Minnesota, like your family lives here, everything is here. But you're you want to grow so bad that you're leaving your environment. You're always doing things that are uncomfortable. Next step, you know? Because like I hate being comfortable. 
Yeah. Like, I hate driving to the same neighborhood all damn day. <laughs> I hate seeing the same people every day. I hate that. Don't you? I hate seeing the same, <laughs> same people all the time. Wow. I gotta, like, I, bro, if I could, I would just live on the road. <laughs> like, bro, I hate seeing, I hate driving down the same neighborhood, seeing all the people that are fresh. I remember I have a condo in Minneapolis, one of the most expensive condo in Minneapolis. And I'm the only one that don't have a job. I'm, I'm the only one at home. Yeah. Everybody else go to work. So the people, they, they look at me and they're frustrated because I'm just at home working on my laptop <laughs> and you're busting your ass at work, working for pennies, working for 1800 or even 2000 a month. And you think that's a lot of money. You're busting your ass, wasting your life. Uh -huh. And they look at me like I'm wrong. Yeah. They're like, you should get a job. No, we made over a million dollars. We were crushing yeah. it. Yeah. Why should I get a job? So people out in Minneapolis, they don't really know that much. You're still learning. You get what I'm saying? Like, yep. I think stuff out there comes really late yep. to people. Mm -hmm. It comes really late to people. So that's why I'm moving to a different environment to get around other like-minded thinkers. Like-minded thinkers. And the black community there is yeah, it's really big. Yeah, it's really supportive. The black community, I got so much love from there. Yep. Like, the first week, I won awards. <laughs> like, I haven't got an award in Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah. I was born in Minneapolis. People know my success. Yeah. They just can't fathom that. Mm. They can't just see that for themselves. They can't. They can't, they can't imagine, oh, think somebody can reach that level of success because it's a small town. It's like wow. a small place. Wow. So, like, people don't give a war. Like, I went to Atlanta. I met the mayor. Right away. Yeah. I met people on Bravo. I met people on all these different social media platforms. That's why their, their city is so supportive because supportive. they want more. They want to change their city to city. be more entrepreneurs. So, when you're around a lot of entrepreneurs... Success rubs off. You're learn. You learn a thing or two. Yeah. Wow, man. That's really big. Uh, we got we got to dig into your life, your journey, what's going on with you right now, man. Tell the people where they can find you, how they could reach out to you, and all that. Like, you can find me on Instagram at Boniface Ogunti. My man just hit five hundred thousand subscribers. Congrats on that. Yeah, we're at five hundred thousand subscribers. Our goal is to get to a million. We're doing a contest. I give away cash. I always give away $100 every day. So you go to my Instagram, I give away, go there, comment where you're from, comment from this podcast, I'll pick one winner. Just comment, I'll swipe up. All I do is go, I post that, I post it on my IG live all the time. And I also give away laptops too. So I give away cash and laptop. So all you have to do is go to my Instagram, follow me, comment down below one of my pictures, say, hey, I'm from, I'm from the Top Figure Podcast. Yep. If I see you. One day I'm gonna just wake up and just say, "Hey, congratulations! You won hundred dollars." <laughs> man, hey, my, my my brother Bonnie, man, it was a pleasure having you on this, man. We're gonna get him on when he uh, moves to Atlanta, part two, talking about how he likes it out there in Atlanta. But yeah, it's another episode of the Keycast where we give you endless keys to open endless doors. We are out.